When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My Seven Chakras, my7chakras.com, the show where we help you calm your mind, relax your nervous system, and align with your life's purpose. In today's episode, we talk about some really powerful, amazing, fun topics, including the reason why you should learn how to massage your partner, the physiological impact of a massage, the importance of touch, and how massaging can blossom your relationship, especially since we are all going through this pandemic right now. So make sure that you listen till the very end. And if you'd like to explore more of these amazing topics in your car or at your home, then make sure that you hit the subscribe button, especially if you're on your iPhone, because it does something to the algorithm. I don't know what it does, but it does something so that people who normally would not watch or listen to our podcast, they come across it. So if you can do one thing for me today, hit the subscribe button, especially if you're on your iPhone. With that being said, let's bring on our guest for today, Dennis Mercus. Dennis is the founder of Melt, a follow-along massage course that teaches couples how to create the perfect massage at home. When he first created Melt, he thought he was creating something fun for couples to do for date night. But after interviewing over 40,000 of their customers, they found that learning how to massage helped with much more relaxation and stress release, better sleep, saving a relationship, intimacy, reducing pain, and so many other benefits. And this episode is very timely because as we record this episode, there is a global pandemic called COVID-19, which has really changed the way we live, interact, and do go about our business. People are wearing masks, you know, spending time indoors, having to face their family members and intimate loved ones more uh, at home. And people are going through many different kinds of emotions, stress, depression, because of a multitude of reasons. In the midst of all of this, I feel that the skill of massaging can really help us heal one another, nourish our intimate relationships, and help us communicate non-verbally. And the funny part is the way that I got to know and found out about Dennis was when scrolling through Facebook. So I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw one of your ads. And yeah, yeah, somehow, someway I felt that, you know, I just needed to connect with you and I reached out. So thanks a lot. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So super excited to have you on our show. We usually start with some inspiration. So is there an inspirational quote that is on your mind these days? And how do you apply it in your day to day life? Wow, that's a really tough one. It's interesting. I've gone through so much, you know, Mm -hmm. in my life in the last couple of years, we're talking about this before the show. I mean, I don't know, like quotes aren't really, and I was looking at your questions beforehand. So quotes and books are really just things that I don't really deal with. Like for me, everything has been so introspective and working on myself. So for me, it's like I start my day with journaling, mm. you know, and it's always just writing out my thoughts and feelings, understand. I think that's where I draw inspiration. There's something about getting it out. Mm. Getting it out of your brain, if it just sits there, it just goes over and over. If it's out on paper or yeah. you know, electronically, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I find, you know, find my inspiration or getting thoughts out that way and, and drawing inspiration from that too. So, what is that one thought or some idea that came about from one of your journaling sessions recently? Well, I think it's more about, for me, it's been learning to love yourself, being. Mm. really like trusting your own process and yourself as well. There's 
especially now with COVID-19, how crazy is it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was, I just journaled a thought the other day and I'm like, I've seen one person for one hour mm -hmm. in the last five weeks. And I'm like, that's mental. That's never happened to me before. Mm. Uh, and it's, it puts you in a different mental state as well. Like we're going through a lot right now. Mm. Everybody. Mm. Yeah. Very true. I think we sometimes underestimate the importance of being with community or just being with friends outdoors. Oh, AJ. We take it for granted, right? <laughs> oh my God. So I mean, the Melbourne's in the middle of winter time right now. Okay. So it's, it's stormy, it's mm. cloudy, and it, you know, and we've got this lockdown thing happening right yeah. now. You're not allowed outside. You're not allowed outside after 8 p.m. There's a curfew time. Oh, really? So okay. Yeah, yeah. It's intense right now. Mm. And um, for me, it's like if a little bit of sunshine comes out, I drop everything. I don't mm. care what I'm doing. I'm getting out in the sun right yeah. now. It's just, you just, I just need something. I don't know, just a little bit of UV light and some That's warmth. very true. Mm. Yeah, I think it's happening the opposite way. You know, uh, I guess in Australia, it is cloudy right now. You know, you're maybe coming out of the winter, whereas we in Vancouver, on the other side of you know the world, yeah. we are going into winter. So we are enjoying the sunshine right now. It's summer and people yeah. deep down know it. You know, it's like they're trying to make the most out of the summer because they know without a doubt that winter is coming, you know, literally are, and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Are, are people a social distancing? Is it? requirement to social distance in Vancouver at the moment? Yeah. So the thing is that uh, for the most part, it was suggested, but not enforced by the government. But it's yeah. going to be like next week onwards, uh, the masks are going to be compulsory. They're, and if you don't, then they're going to fine you. It's getting more and more enforced. And I think there's a sense of anxiety in a lot of people. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, I, it'll be different. It'll be interesting to see how it would be with summertime. Like it's wintertime, we're staying indoors. Yeah. I heard in Melbourne, they're giving out major, major fines, like oh, really? $1,600 if you're visiting other people. Mm. And someone had a party yeah. of, I think it was maybe 20 people, mm. almost $30,000 worth of fines right there at the party was given. It's wow. just, yeah, it's just new it's times. Just crazy. crazy. <laughs> Well, the way that I wanted to start our interview was to go back to the start, so to speak. Uh, so, okay. Dennis, maybe if you could tell us where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so I grew up in a small country town in okay. Australia. Uh, hmm. The country town would have been, uh, it's a twin city, so it's 30,000 people. You know, hmm. Most people know who you are. Hmm. Um it was my parents are migrants from Croatia. So very poor, not very educated. It was a pretty basic uh, upbringing, but loving. Like it was nice, you know, mm. kind of a small country town. Although I was always a city boy that had to, I had to get out of the country, you know? Mm -hmm. So by the time I was 17, I moved to Melbourne. It was, it was nice. It was an average country style of growing up. Nice. And I think you've alluded to this, but what sort of influence did your parents play on you while you were growing up? I mean, your parents are your everything, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so like, um, again, they're very, it was a very basic upbringing. They weren't very educated. Uh, so a lot of, maybe that represents why I do what I do now. It's like very good with hands, very tactile type of approach to love. Mm. Um, you know, it was, I got to grow up with a different language and different cultures and customs to what the average Australian grew up with, which I mean, yeah. it brought, brought its own struggles, you know, there was a fair yeah. bit of racism. Um, mm. But I mean, that's all part of life, really. Yeah. I wasn't the only ethnic boy that grew up in that environment like that. Right, right, right. And so you're a boy and what did young Dennis want to be when he grew up rock was star. rock star rock okay. star yeah that was it <laughs> I, like i look at my life now it's like how did i get here like yeah. i should have been a drummer 
on a stage mm. for a band touring the world. And I was really good. AJ, I was really good. Oh, really? Drums. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was played in bands. Um, the plan was to go to university and become a sessional drummer. Okay. You know, uh, behind me now is the piano, guitar. There's no, I mean, my, I still have my drums, but they're in yeah. storage. You, you can't play it. So I kind of like transition. The music's a big part of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. And you can't, you probably see that in the YouTube videos as well. It's like, mm. I'm very much keep my pacing based around the music. I put a lot of time and effort in making sure the music keeps the movement of my videos and the story continuing. Right. Um, I talk about in my tutorials as well. A lot of the massage stuff with melt that I teach couples yeah. is based around music and following your flow and finding rhythm. Yeah, that's that's very interesting because when I was a kid, I also wanted to be um, a rock star. I was in a uh, in a band, yeah. So in undergrad, yeah. I was in a band and I was playing the guitar and I loved singing okay. and I loved the sound that emanates from a guitar when you when you strum it, especially when it's connected to a uh, with a guitar processor. So love that. Style? So we were like alt rock, so like Green Day, yeah. Simple Plan, Limp Bizkit, um, yeah. you know, Linkin Park stuff that a lot of people you know, looked down upon, we were like, no, that's, that's music too. Right. And we yeah. enjoyed it. The one person we could not find was a drummer. So maybe uh, if you were there, then dude, we would have found I a, would have rocked uh, it. Yeah. I would <laughs> so hard to find a drummer, right? <laughs> I was a, a good one, right? They, they yeah. can hold a beat. I am. Um, exactly. Dude, I loved it. Like I almost failed high school. Cause I was like, we we're trying to uh, get the band formed. It was, oh, it was so much fun. I miss it. Mm. You know, and I talk about it with the massage stuff as well. It's like, yeah, when you can find a connection with a band, mm. like when when multiple band members just find this connection together, music, mm. oh my god, yeah. And even better when you are on stage. That was my favorite. It's like if I'm on yep. stage yep. and I can connect with hundreds of people, yeah. Wow, you know that feeling. Addictive. It's addictive. Yeah. Oh. When you when you're, I could I I can still visualize right now, and I, I'm not saying that I was a rock star and played multiple you know, performances or whatever. I yep. think somewhere down the line, we couldn't find a drama and then, you know, studies took over. But I still remember being on the stage and, you know, just being in that state and looking at the, at the darkness because you can't really see the audience, but then the yeah. lights are sort of Hits in your them. face too, right? Yeah. But it's like a different experience, just being able to coordinate with the other guitarist and the drummer and the bassist and you singing, you reach a point of, I think, resonance where you're oh. all... Right. So, so powerful. So powerful. <laughs> I this I practiced for six months. Uh, okay. I got so I got booed off stage. The mm. band got booed off. It was so bad. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> right. Uh, the first time that we got booed off stage, and I I was just like, that's it. I'm locking myself down for six mm. months, and I'm gonna get this instrument. Like I'm gonna be good at this thing. Mm. And I learned how to juggle the drum drumsticks while keeping a beat. So mm. at, at every point in time, there was a drumstick twirling in the air and I nice. released this on stage and I could actually see like people's jaws were dropping. It was just like, yeah. whoa, but I'm just getting shivers thinking about it now. Mm. So much fun. Interesting. So in the midst of all this music and beats, how did you discover or where did you discover the practice of massage? Okay. So, uh, you know, it's coming to the end of high school. I want to be a drummer. Uh, mm. I was studying towards drums uh, and trying to get into university, but then everyone's just like, no, you know, it's not, it's a, not a career path. You shouldn't do this. There's no money in music. And mm. I was an angsty, angry teenage child. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, what's going to just bother my parents as much as possible. Okay. I'm really, really interested in, in health. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, I applied for universities. I had to get out of a high school, uh, out of this country town. I had to come mm -hmm. to the city. So a, a university was my ticket out. Mm -hmm. And so I applied for I applied for chiropractic, podiatry, osteopathy. I knew I wanted to be in the health arena. Okay. And for some reason, I put acupuncture as my top preference. Okay. Uh, it was bizarre. It was weird. It was and like, I don't know. I knew nothing about acupuncture either. So I got into a university degree mm. for, for acupuncture okay, um, and I fell in love with acupuncture and then by mistake, well, not mm. by mistake, I was like, I already, I'm good at acupuncture. It's my final year of university. I'm like, I already have credits for physiology 
anatomy. I really just need to know the massage component. Why don't I learn a little bit about massage? Mm. So I went and studied massage, opened up yep. my own acupuncture clinic, and that's how my journey started. I started within a clinic giving acupuncture and massage. Nice. So that's when you started. Uh, when did you start teaching people how oh, to massage? Couples? When did that transition happen? Yeah. Okay, so that would have been maybe, I can't remember exactly, right, late 20s. Like it was a, here's how Melt works, right? So mm. I'm, I've transitioned out of the clinic because I made life choices that I didn't want to spend the next 40 years working in this four walls, yeah. right? I needed to travel, I needed to experience the world. So mm. I set up a hotel massage business and through that business, I meet this girl and I'm mm. like, okay, this girl's cute. I mm. really like her. And you know, she's single, I'm single. And I just couldn't, AJ, I couldn't get her to come upstairs mm. for that coffee, you know? Mm. And so I'm like, how do I, how do I convince her to come, you know, to hang out with me? You know, what differentiates me from the rest of the boys? Right. I was really good at massage. So I mm. offered her, a I didn't just offer a massage. I said to her, completely lying. I'm like, I'm about to teach couples how to massage. I need to test this program out on someone. Okay. Do you want a massage? Mm. And so she said yes. Mm. And it was great. Right. It was really good. And then we just kept that for ourselves. Like we started dating that night mm. uh, and we kept the massage for ourselves for about two years. And then mm -hmm. it was after a couple of years where friends and family were asking, Hey, what we, you keep talking about this massage that you give each other. Can we, can we learn? So mm. I'd say maybe I'd say 2006 is when we gave the first workshop, right? Right. Let's right. test this out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if, if it's not weird teaching it to say my sister and my friends, mm. maybe I'll be able to teach it to the public too. Interesting. Interesting. And so what was the reaction? So you, so you start teaching people how to massage, um, and maybe from your first workshop, what are people saying? <laughs> AJ, first workshop, there's literally nobody and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So the first workshop we had, I had to call up my friends and family and yep. I'm like, two couples have come to the first workshop. Mm. Can you please come help bring yeah. the numbers up? I can't just teach two couples. That's it. Yeah. So the first one is a it's stumbling and still finding your feet and you know, the feedbacks, it's nice. After a couple of years, I get my flow and we start mm. teaching. 10 couples and then after a couple of years after that we're now teaching full sold out 25 couples 50 people in the room the energy aj is similar to what being on stage is like yeah it's like people are interacting with me i'm interacting with them they're all working on each other as in like with their partner but the energy in the room is very similar to what it's like as a musician with a crowd and that's when the feedback starts coming back. And that's when you know, all you need is one person to start asking questions and the rest yeah. of the room kind of falls into it. You know, all yeah. you need is someone, one person to go, oh, that feels amazing. And then right. everyone else starts going, wow, that feels amazing too. Got it, got it. Now, I'm going to ask an obvious question, but I wanted to get your perspective from, okay. you know, the expert's mind, so to speak, because when you are explaining massage, you're in a way technical as well. So you're talking about the backbone, you're talking about the different angles, you're talking about the muscles, but why does a massage feel so good? Oh, good question. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That is such a really good question. Mm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows, right? right? Here's the thing. So I've been doing a fair bit of research on this uh, yeah. and I'm trying to work out, is it endorphins? Well, it's not in, it depends on what style of massage. Is it yeah. serotonin? Is it oxytocin? We, science still doesn't know why we have knots, right? Mm. We don't know why there are knots in the body. They can't explain it. They can't explain it whether it happens because of trauma, of injury, inflammation. Is it emotional? We know that when you release a massage, I've had people 
on the massage table in yep. the clinic that have broken down crying because mm. of the massage, right? Uh, I've had people in the workshops break down, cry, and have emotional responses because of massage as well. So I think people have different responses for why massage is good for them. Physiologically, we can talk about how we're releasing sarcomeres that are binding, the reason why muscles are, are tensing up. Mm. But there's a lot more to it than just saying we're releasing a muscle and therefore it feels good or we're reducing pain and therefore it feels good mm. or we're re releasing emotions, therefore it yeah. feels good, you know? Interesting. So, I mean, so what I do is I do these breathwork sessions um, yes. on a Sunday morning and I'm doing a lot of outdoors as well. But something similar where when a person is breathing intensely and they're listening to these beautiful uplifting music in the background and we're, mm -hmm. when we're doing it in the midst of other people, there's a way of really releasing some other stuff mm -hmm. that they've been holding within. And I think something similar is going on when a person enjoys this very releasing therapeutic massage as well, right? You can't help Absolutely. but crying out. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, so I actually just put a post out on Instagram a couple of hours yeah. ago about this sort of thing whereas like mm. connection is found at the moment where the person that you're massaging finds the most trust in you right um, yeah uh and so and every every good massage has this so it doesn't matter if you're in a clinic mm. or if it's even like a professional massage practitioner are really good at doing this yeah but also in a relationship you know, you can make this happen as well. And the, for me, the true massage begins, like the actual massage, everything beforehand is working towards this one point okay. of where your partner trusts your hands, they let go. Mm. And that's where the massage begins. Yeah, it's very interesting that you say that the point at which your partner trusts you, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think some people take it for granted that their partner trusts them all the time. But here, I think we're going beyond, it's like beyond language, right? It's more body language. It's more sure. strokes yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, why should couples learn how to massage each other? You know, if okay. you can take us down that path. Absolutely. So well, I think we were talking about this before. Like I set this, for me, I set it up in my 20s, right? And for okay. me, in my 20s, come on. It was all about sex. Like yeah. I just wanted to massage this girl that I was attracted to and then it lead to sex. And sex is a big part, even though in, and you've seen the tutorials, like that mm. hug that we mm. do, if that's as far as the intimacy that we go to, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it like saying that couples are not using massage to have sex is just, it's like not putting chocolate with milk. I mean, mm. the two work well. Yeah. But then if you can, if you grow beyond the sex thing and get beyond the physical uh, and, and the fun, let's mm. say, there's connection. I've had couples, uh, couples use it for post-traumatic stress disorder and dealing with trauma. Um, I've had uh, post-traumatic stress disorder is an interesting one where this lady was telling me that she loves her husband. Uh, she had some trauma when she was younger and, and wants to connect with the husband, but is guarded, you know, and she mm. won't let go. You know, right. she wants to be intimate with a partner, but it doesn't let go. The way we sit, you know, how your partner is massaging you from behind, there's mm. no eye contact. She's like, yeah. I'm allowed to be in my head. I'm allowed to drop my shoulders and relax and let him do his thing with his hands. And I'm in a safe space. We've already all arranged, you know, let's, let's keep our massage to these set of parameters. And she allows him in. Mm. So, I think that's fantastic. It's a great way of communicating. Some couples are using it. I mean, physical touch is a love language, right? Mm. Sensate focus is another reason why people are using it for um, you know, connecting sexually and, and or even in erectile dys dysfunction as well. Just ways to communicate with their body, you know, and produce relaxation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, the imagery that you shared was really, um, what, what it brought to my mind is when you think about somebody who's betrayed, they usually say that this person stabbed me in the back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I think when you turn your back around, there's an intense amount of uh, trust that you need to have Absolutely. in the other person. Right? Because you're not yeah. looking at them. You're just closing your eyes and hope that they deliver a good massage or hope they know what they're doing. But here, you're saying that, you know, they're turning around and in a way they're letting go. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's beautiful. (laughs) I think that's beautiful as well. I've never even, I didn't even think about it in that context as well. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, so this person who was, uh, who had some PTSD, you mentioned, and she wanted to sort of heal and nourish and nurture her relationship with her husband. Um, any any thoughts or what feedback she shared after she spent some good time going through these massages with her husband? What was yeah. the outcome like? <laughs> she said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, thank you. I mean, it's a, I believe, I, mean, I don't know if you could say that massage is the solution, right? It, it right. is just one part of the story and one part yeah. of the journey on finding healing or whatever, whatever it is for you. I mean, yeah, is what I love about melts. It's like it, it can be whatever you want it to be for mm-hmm. your relationship. I just show you what to do with your hands. Yeah. Whatever meaning you want to put towards the massage is up for you, whatever you want to use it for. So, you know, I believe, I mean, she said, literally that thank you i used melt as a way to help me and my husband connect with each other in a way that i wasn't allowing to happen Mm. it it broke down walls yeah i think that's very significant especially in the situation that we are going through right now right i think before what used to happen is couples would spend you know be all day out at work and then they would come in and maybe do something else but i think now they're having to face each other and have those discussions that they probably might have been avoiding. And I think when you add a little massage in between, that makes for an opportunity to have some more sensual, mindful, conversational sessions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. COVID-19 has changed everything, right? So I have, Melt's got different layers to it. I have a private Facebook group. There's almost a thousand people in there and we chat a lot. Like I call it my brainstorming group. Yeah, uh, And I bring up ideas with those guys. Guys, I'm thinking of pro- producing this product. What do you think? Mm. You know, this is where I take my ideas first. Or some of the marketing that you've seen on yeah. Facebook is always presented to my audience first. I'm like, guys, do you like this? Should we mm. do it? Am I hitting the message first, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, so I like to bounce off those guys first. And this is where, I mean, she was coming through with PTSD as well. We were all talking about little bits and pieces. We had one lady that was telling me in the group, she's like, I now use massage during COVID-19 on my children. And I use massage in a way like using melt techniques, not the intimate side of it, just, you know, just the normal hand techniques. Yeah. And I give my children once a week a massage yeah. and give them an opportunity to share thoughts and feelings. Yeah. A safe, open space that allows the children to now yeah. communicate how they're feeling now they're dealing with COVID-19. They're not, uh, they might not be at school. Like in Australia, in the Victoria right now where I am, you're not going to school. Children are not mm. going to school. They're not seeing their friends. You know, they don't really understand what's going on. So massage is helping A, relax them. Mm. And then B, give them time to talk with their parents about their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, that's really interesting because, you know, children, especially I think from um, birth to seven years and seven years to 14, they've got a lot of energy, right? And they have to play out. They have to connect. And in the midst of all of this, the massage is like a non-verbal way to connect with the kids. Yeah. And then automatically provide that space for them to open up and to yeah. share whether it's anxiety or fear or worry. And just for the parents and children to, children to connect, right? I think. The bonds. Uh, I mean, <laughs> empathy alone. I mean, I, what I love about this is like we are feeding the next generation yeah. a way of like, here's how to treat people. Here's how mm. to treat your children when you have children. Here's how to treat the women in your life, the men in your life, the people that mm. you love. 
you know? Yeah. Um, this, uh, yeah. So when I first set up Melt, I thought it was all about date night. Now, as I'm maturing and Melt is maturing, I'm learning so much more that there are many, many different ways other than just sex to use massage or, you know, just, you know, date night alone. It's like, let's just do something because we're bored. No, there's a total connection in this. And I love that. Got it, got it. So there's a sense of sentience, a sense of sacredness about the process and the art of massage. Sure. Uh, and when I went through some of your videos, I sort of gauged that the massage is somewhat like a journey mm. where you're like the performer. And then you said that you are paying attention to the facial expression and the body language of your partner, right? So what's the significance mm. of this in guiding the journey? Well, it seems it's just like music, right? Is mm. you can, you know, like I when I'm giving a massage, I'm I'm listening to okay. what their breath is doing. I'm feeling what their body is doing underneath my hands, yeah. and you can totally feel even small movements that just dropping the shoulder are massive sensations underneath your hands. Okay, interesting. And, you can also feel like you see in the basic stroke, the first massage stroke that I teach, there's this big hug mm. and our fingers interlace, right? Mm -hmm. It's not even just our fingers interlacing. You can see my partner opens up to accept my fingers. That's communication as well. So yeah. these are all little bits that I'm reading during, during the massage, you know, if my partner makes a noise, yeah, right? Or if I see the head tilt somehow, these okay. are little moments where I remember and I'm like, okay, let me try that again. And let's oh. see if this same reaction happens. Mm. If that same reaction happens, I'm evoking emotion. And that's my little memory thing that I'm like, I'll just go back to this every time I want to just make them melt just a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Mm. I keep finding these little moments in time. Interesting. So it seems like, so there's a massage component, but then there's also like a healing energy healing component because you're noticing these subtle movements, these, uh, uh, these breaths, but also the tilting of the head, uh, sure. in your, you know, navigating in, in, in such a way. And in your video, you talk about the circles and angles, right? So yeah, right. can you tell us a bit more about that? <laughs> sure. So I like to think of, I mean, I like to break, massage down into really simple concepts because okay. concepts are easier to remember than saying AJ massage here and then here and then here we're done. Yeah. Circles. I like to think as relaxation and you can like journey your way back to the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can circle over here. You can circle over both ways. You can start from the lower back, go all the mm. way down to the arms and circle your way back. Mm. But that's, that's a journey, right? Yeah. And then angles are about deep tissue. So I like to consider my angles as more of a forceful, uh, harsh type of technique. Okay. Angles go in for short periods of time. Whenever you find an angle, you go in, anytime you go in deep, you go in slow. Okay. Right? The deeper you go, the slower you go. And the more therapeutic the, the massage is, the deeper you go. Okay. Right. But, um, Combining circles and angles creates the most incredible massage, you know? So what is the significance of deep tissue? I mean, because a lot of our listeners might be new to massage. I mean, they have, might have experienced massage, but what is the significance of deep tissue? What is it doing for your body? Okay. So good question. Uh, now, most of the time we're massaging deep on areas of tension and not. Not okay. right. So these are parts of the muscle that are bound up. Okay. They often hold emotional stress as well. Okay. So working on those knots is our chance to ease off and break up some of those knots. Now knots don't tend to go away, but they change in consistency. Sometimes okay. they're more pliable, sometimes they're more tense. And if we can get those to release, mm. that's where we get an physiological release and also a emotional release depends on what's going on in your body and what your needs are as well. So knots are an important part of massage. Most mm -hmm. acupuncture points are knots, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, often 
knots are a way to just release and relax. And then and there are angles and the circles are more of a relaxation. And I often like to combine knots with what I call contouring. So I like to go in deep okay. for just a few seconds. And then I like to contour out and use relaxation strokes to allow that release to just perpetuate on its own. It's mm. really nice. Nice. And I'm sure that listeners right now who are listening are able to visualize what you're talking about and imagine themselves, you know, doing their own massage or receiving a massage, which is, which is always good. Now, uh, broadly speaking, because these days you've got different types of massage that people hear about, right? You've got Thai massage, Swedish massage, heartstone massage, deep tissue massage, stuff like that. So broadly speaking, what are some of the different kinds or types of massages that are out there? Any thoughts on that? So many. Like, have you heard of Lomi Lomi massage? I have. It sounds familiar, but it's a Hawaiian style. So nice. It's oh, really? Good. Okay. Yeah. And like, I'm a huge fan of Thai massage. Like, okay. really deep, and they tend to use knees, the knees, yeah, okay. AJ, right, to massage yeah. you with their knees. Sometimes <laughs> they, they'll step on you, use their yeah. feet as well. I think that's incredible. Uh, okay. Have you heard of Tweener? Tweener? No. I'm, I'm sort of entering the world of massage. I'm, you know, I'm looking all around. It's like um, the movie Avatar, where you see a new world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twina, what is well, what is Twina? Twina, it's very. You actually had uh, a guy on tapping. Uh, yes, last yeah, week, so, uh, Nick Ortner. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Twina is very similar to that. So you actually, it's a Chinese style of massage based around acupuncture. Oh. Uh, using specific techniques, usually on acupuncture points. And like I said before. Almost all acupuncture points are trigger points or knots okay. as well. So the two work really well together. So there, mm -hmm. there are so many different styles of massage out there. But I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I teach very, I teach basically Swedish massage, the most popular okay. form of massage out there. There is, there are so many styles, very specialized, depending on what you want to you know, what, what you want to achieve, what you want to give. I mean, they mm. all work on the same premise. So we're releasing muscles and providing relaxation. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, fascinating. And Action Tribe, if you're listening to this right now, uh, what are some of the different massages that you've come across? Or maybe you have experience um, you know, make sure you let us know, especially if you're watching this on a replay, add it in the comments below because we'd love to hear from you. And uh, Dennis, what sort of um, oils or creams should one be considering when doing a massage to sort of set the stage and maybe get some lubrication going on? Right. Okay. So I, as a massage practitioner, I've always used cold press sweet almond oil. Um, okay. So you can use mine if you like. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I make my own oil. I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I make my own oil. It's sold in the US on Amazon. Okay. I'm trying to trying to get to the number one massage oil. But if you're allergic to nuts, stay away from nut-based oils. Uh, okay. So apricot oil, grapeseed oil works well. Coconut oil, I've noticed, has had a quite a popularity resurgence lately. But here's the thing: if you're going to use coconut oil, uh, on your private parts, mm -hmm. maybe not consider using uh, coconut oil. Uh, it has an antiseptic properties to it when it mixes with your skin, which is a fantastic cleansing, Yeah, but not great on your private bits. Um, so yeah, there's, there's so much oils, like anything cold pressed will work really well. You know, nice. avocado oil works too. Yeah. It's good. Heaps of them out there. Nice, nice. It's wonderful. And uh, for somebody who is listening to this episode right now and is wanting to, um, uh, you know, wanting to get into massage, from Does your perspective, partner or become a practitioner, their partner. Uh, okay. I would imagine that, but I'm sure people want to be practitioners as well. But sure. what is your favorite part to massage? Because I know you teach different. You teach head, neck. Um, oh, my own favorite, my my personal favorite massage. Yeah. Uh, like which areas of massage? Yeah. Hands. I like hands. 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 It's, it's all really good. Like AJ, I have um, there's 17 <laughs> massage techniques inside melts. I love them all. Yeah. 
but hand massage is like so underrated. We use them so much. There's not a lot of muscles in here, but they never get massaged. So my thing as a practitioner, whether it is working with couples or in a clinic, my thing is getting into nooks and crannies, getting into little bits of your body that, you know, I want, I want to be able to massage you in a way where you say, wow, I've mm. never had that experience before. Like this yeah. guy got into muscles I didn't even know I had. Right? Yeah. And the hands are a bit like that. So no one ever touches it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If you, if, never give, if you've never given a hand Yeah, massage, I've never heard about like a hand massage. Right? You think about yeah. leg massage, head massage, ear massage, but hand. Yeah. yeah. That mm. one, you know what fascinates me as well? I need to spend some more time. But um, I have an Indian head massage. I keep, I, yeah. one of my favorite. My favorite yeah. thing is to get onto YouTube and watch yeah. watch these white guys go to Indian yeah. barbers. That's true. And I'm like, I gotta get. I've never had. I will you go never. to India just to get one of those head massages. Yeah, that's Have one thing that's one? popular in India, right? I mean, whenever you get a haircut, then yeah. it's just assumed that you get a massage as well in a lot of these places, is that the traditional right? places. Yeah, and uh, you know, it can get pretty intense. Because they hit your head and they do all these, right. you know, you know, different yes. different ways, right? It's happening, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It is fun. It is very releasing. And, have you you've uh, had one? Have you? I've had many. Yeah, I mean, because I was born and brought up to, in India in Mumbai, and I wow. came to Vancouver about uh, close to six years back now. Is that right? And, yeah, and it's been about two years since I've been back. So I do want to. Now that we've had this conversation, especially, I do want to have a head massage once again because they go ahead but they go back also and they're like they're, they're beating you and oh sometimes it can it be considered as abuse oh, <laughs> <Just kidding>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> can we yeah. go together i'll meet you in india oh yeah for sure we, we can awesome. go you know Dude, we can I do like an indian massage me. yoga breath work yeah. uh come visit uh, himalayas uh, in rishikesh a lot of lot of places um, to see <laughs> I'd love that. You know, I actually do. Can you believe this? I So we had a break in lockdown yeah. for maybe two weeks where they okay. opened Melbourne up and now mm-hmm. they've shut it down. Right. And during those two weeks, I'm like, you know what? I'll just try yoga. First time ever. Okay. So I did two weeks of yoga. Loved it. I'm like, mm. I can't wait to get back into it. I haven't, like I spent a lot of time on my body. Like I work yeah. out a lot. I stretch a lot. Um and yoga is just something I haven't really, I'd like to spend more time with. How long have you been Amazing. doing yoga now? So uh, I'm not a yoga, like in terms of asana, I'm not a uh, teacher, but I've been doing yoga on and off, um, I'd say since school, but not that uh, frequently. I want to do more of it. What I do do is uh, more subtle stuff like breath work and uh, healing your chakras and energy healing. Uh, but whenever I do yoga, uh, I do a lot when I watch these YouTube um, videos uh-huh. and it's incredibly relaxing, right? Mm. Vinyasa yoga and uh, yin yoga. So it's it just has a way of allowing you to connect with your inner essence, but also contorting and moving your bodies in ways that you would not normally do right <laughs> oh my god it does things to my body that i've never experienced before i love it i can't yeah like i'm i thought i was quite flexible and yeah. you know and i stretch every day i work out every day and mm-hmm. you know, yoga takes it to another level wonderful and i think you with your extensive experience in massage with the yoga i think it's going to take you to a whole new level i think I, I can hope just so. imagine this. <laughs> I hope so. I'm trying. I've been practicing handstands and I'm just like, let's Oh, just... really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, now, you did mention uh, and you did make a video about this, but a few years back you had a divorce, right? Right. So, um, how did that <laughs> affect you? Because from my perspective, you know, you've got like a successful massage practice a lot of people right. learning for you and that could that might have been really hard right oh dude where do i start <laughs> so the girl that i massage in melt is yeah. was my wife like mm-hmm. it started with her mm-hmm. and um and yeah and so like you spend all this time you're following your dreams mm. together and then it just falls apart one day mm-hmm. and then you're left going like i in the divorce i was like whatever happens, 
I want melt was always my baby. I want melts. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, look, it's been a process. It's been three years. Like, mm-hmm. what are we up to? In three weeks, in just under four weeks, it'll be three years that we've been separated. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me this long to say I'm comfortable teaching couples how to, like, can, like I gave up. I gave up mm. on melt. I'm just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't do this without her. It's not going to happen. It was my own audience. It's just like, no, no, no. We want you back. Mm-hmm. You need to keep going. You've started something. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like the divorces, it just rocks your world, man. You know? Yeah. Like I, I just met, I remember it was New Year's. Yeah. Oh, can't remember which, it must have been New Year's two years ago. It must have been mm-hmm. maybe two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And that morning, New Year's morning, I was at home. We just had a party had friends over my mm. wife or now, you know, we just separated. She's still there. And I just bought a plane ticket to Los Angeles. Mm. Without just, I just went click and then looked up at everyone saying, I'm leaving to, I just bought a one-way ticket to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving in two weeks. And I mm-hmm. picked up and left. And I've been traveling since, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Just trying to find myself again. Where do I fit in the world with melts? Where do I fit in the world with me? Mm. Um, yeah, I just ran around the entire globe several times. It's pretty crazy. So how did you cope with it? Like, what did you feel, you know, helped you in this process of of healing and, you know, really finding yourself? Because a lot, a lot of our listeners around the world, especially with this pandemic, have gone through big shifts, right? maybe in relationships, or maybe somebody has lost their job, or maybe somebody has lost their business or has failed in their business, so to speak, or maybe have received a diagnosis, a health diagnosis that they were least expecting. So how does a person go from rock bottom where your sense of reality is shifted and yeah. you don't know how to wake up or get up and yeah. go back to normal? What advice do you have for somebody like that? Survive. Keep mm. going. Don't stop. You know, uh, it's hard. Like, you want to give up. I wanted to give up. Um, talk as much as you can. Uh, that's a big one. And don't, mm-hmm. like, you go through, I went through periods of shame. I went through periods of uh, I can't communicate. Uh, I felt like I was leaning on friends too much. You're not. Just keep talking about it mm. um, and then find purpose. You know, like for me, AJ, I broke it down to the most simplest form possible. Mm. Make my bed. Mm. That was it. Just make my bed. You know, yeah. like it was so bad. And so it's like, what's one thing I can control in my life? Okay, I'll make my bed. Yeah. And then it's like, what's the next thing I can control in my life? Uh, and you know, and I gave up, gave up on work, gave up on friends. I just yeah. stopped talking to everybody. And so, mm. okay, next thing I can control is my body. So, what foods do I put in my body? Mm. And the next thing is like, what do I eat? Uh, mm-hmm. Not what do I eat? What do I exercise? And then slowly, slowly, started working my my mind, my confidence, and yeah, I'm great now. You know, yeah, back to yeah. where I should be. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like like you've shared that your audience plays played a, a role. Massive role, yeah. In your coming back. And what came to my mind is sometimes we think that the you know the workshops that we do or maybe the podcasts that we do or yeah. the videos, yeah, you know, it's it's just out there. But it is making a difference, right? It is like Huge. step by step, you're making a small impact, you're gathering an audience people who know, like, and trust you, people who look forward rely to Rely on you. Yeah. They yeah, rely, they on rely on you. Absolutely. They're right? like, all right, what is AJ up to this yeah. week? What what knowledge can he share with me? And even yeah. if they don't uh, communicate with you, people still... They do. They want, and, and we're all going to, like, no one is immune to this. We That's all true. have sadness. We all yeah. find it at some point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at any given point in time, there'll be someone else that will resonate with your story. This is That's why true. I share, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, you, you literally messaged me this morning. I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know how I was going to navigate the divorce story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you email me this morning, only a few hours ago, I said, I saw the divorce video. I'm like, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. do I deal with I, I haven't <laughs> talked about this publicly outside of my own audience yet. Right. I mean, it's helpful putting it out there. The amount of people that resonated with the story mm. and that I was vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and also I wanted to put that story out to show other men that it's okay to be mm. vulnerable. You know, yeah. it's, there's no point in hiding and holding this in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you, I think you're very right in saying that a lot of times men find it hard to share. And mm -hmm. when they do share, they f they're like second guessing themselves or they feel like it's not manly to share. Right. And, uh, you know, they say that the, it's the rising of the divine feminine. I think it's the rising of the divine man, but a man who acknowledges his feminine side. You know, right. if, if, it, if okay. it makes sense, the conscious man, so to speak. And I think the only way that men can rise is if they connect and share and explore Absolutely. and support one another. So well, there's I'm just no glad. Point in holding it in. If you hold yeah. it in, it just hurts. It hurts even mm. more. You have to talk about it. It's yeah. so good and so healing. And yeah. Like I said, there are other people doing the exact, like going through the exact same experiences. Right. You know, right. I never thought, did you see the comments on the divorce video? I did. Yeah. The, the know, amount of people that connected saying I've gone through, I had no, I thought I was alone. It's like, how does someone mm. that teaches couples how to massage yeah. get divorced and continue doing this? And then I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not alone. And yeah. I, and, you know, I deserve love. I'm allowed to massage other people. Mm. Yeah. You know? It's the mind, right? It's the mind starts playing games with you after yeah. a certain point. It's so, yeah. it's so crazy. The, the monkey mind. Uh, I love but... it, but I think it's, <laughs> like it's, it's humanity, you know? We're, it is humanity. Yeah. Could you imagine if the mind, if it was all just perfect, mm. it just wouldn't, I mean, there's a whole yin and yang principle, right? That's it's true. Like, yeah. We want to find balance, but there's yeah. never always perfect. Like balance happens for minute moments in time. And then the journey is part of the struggle. And then we yeah. find balance and then we struggle. Yeah. You know? That's very true. Yeah. And to me, you know, the yin and yang is uh, an opportunity to create some contrast because unless you've experienced the deep, dark abyss of your soul, you won't understand how bright it is mm -hmm. in the morning. Right? right, the dawn of Absolutely. yourself and uh, your new self, so so to speak, where you are shining and you have rose from the darkness, and now you have people that support you because they have seen you when you're down and they've cheered you on. So and there's that's so wonderful. much learning in this environment too. You know, mm -hmm. like there's so much growth at the point of pain. I'd never before separation. I would never cry. Yeah, ever. Right. So I'd find crying weak. Mm -hmm. It's like pointless. Yeah. Now, now it's a different story, you know? Very true. Yeah. Different yeah. Feeling. Crying, screaming, shaking, dancing, yeah. breathing. Like we're all connecting with nature, right? The stuff yeah. that I think as uh, humans, we've accepted as status quo and we're all afraid of looking funny and strange, but now it's like, you know, just Society, let it out. Society, right? Let it out. Especially now with COVID-19, let it out, yeah. you know? My yeah. private... Facebook group uh, was you well up until 2020 was let's work out how to make melt better. What can I right. do to make melt better? Mm -hmm. 2020 turned into a support group. It's like who's struggling? Yeah. Talk to me. I'm here. I'm going to be online on this feed for the next five hours while I'm editing a video or something like that. Yeah, chat to me. I'll be here. You know, and so the support is network is really important. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That is so profound because earlier this year where I was, you know, I had a lot of thoughts going on in my mind. I did not know what to do. I was lacking that clarity in terms of purpose. I just said, you know, I'm opening up some time. Who has a challenge? Let's talk. Let's understand what your struggle is. Mm -hmm. You know, are you, are, you, are you worried about your job? Are you worried about your health? Are you worried about your relationship? Whatever it is, I'll give you an opportunity to share. And I think that was really amazing for me because... I was able to understand when they were down and when they lit up and more often than not, they were lit up when we spoke about what their dreams are, what their goals are. And I told them, what if money and time were not a concern? Because a lot of time people are afraid they don't have money 
or they're too old for something. And said, what if you take that away? What now? And they would really light up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is interesting. I think it's also part of society where we kind of, uh, we allow that money and, mm. or even our jobs, like this is the person that we've created. Yeah. You know, this is a job that we do. I'm too old to change. I yeah. can't do this because I've got money. I get this a, a lot of my friends are just like, you travel so much, I want your lifestyle. And I'm yeah. like, well, you can do that. You can have that lifestyle. Mm. Oh, but I can't because of X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, okay. That's a belief that you've made. Mm. And until you actually have a shift, yeah, you know, so in that case, let's let's go into Dennis's mind right now. Okay. How do, <laughs> how do you navigate uncertainty? Let's say you've decided that you want to travel the world. Yeah. What is going on in your mind right now? How are you sort of navigating uncertainty and you know? It happens, uh, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Like right. you're always uncertain. We don't know what's going on. AJ, I just like I just trust that everything's going to be okay. I just okay. It's just, always end up landing on my feet, you know? How's mm. this, right? The first, I didn't jump on a plane properly until I was 28 years old. Mm -hmm. And so my ex-wife and I, uh, our first major trip to the US, went yeah. for three weeks, yeah. right? And we both had two full suitcases, a carry-on bag and a laptop yeah. for three weeks, both of us. Mm -hmm. Now I travel, I'm just like, where am I going in the world? Do I need a jacket? Do yeah. I not need a jacket? Minimal. Uh, that's Minimal. it. I was like, right. most of my luggage is camera mm. equipment, lighting, yeah. cameras. Yeah. Like, it's all about the vlog. <laughs> right. I'm just like, if I need to buy more underwear, I'll buy more underwear in Los Angeles. You know, mm. it's like, if I'm going to go to Vancouver in the middle of wintertime, yeah. either I'll bring a, one jacket and I'll buy yeah. more jackets while I'm over there, you know, when I say buy, here's the thing you might, it doesn't, it's, if I'm traveling, I'm traveling for six months at a time. You know what I mean? Okay. If I'm okay. to Vancouver, I'm coming for like two months, three months. And I mm -hmm. like to stay in that one environment. Slow Usually, travel. They call it yeah, slow yeah. travel, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. I like to, I want to experience what the locals are doing. Mm. I don't do tourist destinations. I don't like, I'm, I'm like, no, I want to stay within the locals. I want to see. I've never yeah. had a white Christmas. Oh, you haven't? Never. Oh. Ever. You got to, no. you got to, sorry, I got to rephrase that. You can't really, you don't really have a white, white Christmas here in Vancouver because we don't get that much snow, but you oh. might get for like two weeks and then it'll like the rain will wash everything down. Uh, but yeah. you could go to Jasper in, in Alberta. Very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, and it's not just, I don't want to have a white Christmas. It just goes go for Christmas. I want to do it for a couple of months. A couple of months, yeah. Like exactly. Driving in the snow. Like, how do you guys do it? How's it work? I don't understand. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing, like I said, Vancouver is like uh, very different from the rest of Canada. It sure. sticks out like a sore thumb. A lot of people think that Canada has a lot of snow, but Vancouver, I guess we're lucky in a way. We do get two weeks of snow and all gets washed down. When the yeah. snow does come, everyone's like frantic and helter-skelter, the bus stops because wow. the bus is not used to snow because oh, we don't yeah. get that much snow, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's beautiful. You got to come to Vancouver because we've got a lush uh, forest uh, out in British Columbia. And when yep. it rains just a little, it doesn't rain that much. So you can do your hikes. And then within like a 20-minute drive, you can see the ocean or you can go to a lake. So we're blessed in that sense Love with that. a lot of abundance of nature. Mm. <laughs> mm, I can't wait. I can't wait. I oh, know it's I've been to Seattle, which is not far from Vancouver. Right. Okay. Is Got it? it. Yeah, I think it's similar. It's just that Seattle is more Americanized and Vancouver, yeah. you'll definitely feel that Canadian touch. <laughs> Love Canadians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously it's great to know that you're back. And it's great to know. It seems like you've got like a brand vision for where you want Melt to go. So what lies ahead for you in oh, 2020, yeah. 2021? Any thoughts at all? So much, so much, so much, so much. So uh, the first goal is I want to get to a million melters. So I've taught 46,000. I want to get to a million. At a okay. million, I want to commission my own studies. So there's been a few mm. studies based yeah. around like Sensei Focus and a few scientists have worked on uh, couples and we have the Gottman Institute as well. I mm -hmm. want to 
research further into physical touch and how that impacts relationships, whether that's through hormones, whether it does reduce cortisol and increase serotonin, oxytocin. Um, but I'm like, I'm all about connection and wanting to understand human connection, how we can connect, why we connect mm. and how it even extends into children and families. So at a million melters, uh, hopefully by then I'll figure the business model out perfectly that yeah. I've made, uh, that I can sustain the revenue and I commission it. Okay. Um, and then also I want to eventually, so I miss doing workshops. So when this stupid virus ends, I want yeah. to get back into teaching live workshops and eventually I'll be teaching massage practitioners how to run their own workshops too. The awesome. workshops are great, dude. The workshops are so much fun that yeah. physical interaction, like yeah. being up on stage is just, it's so beautiful, you know? Oh, the energy in a room, you know what it's like doing that breath work, in yeah. a communal environment. Yeah. Mm. Most of the time I do my breath work on Zoom, uh, but yeah. recently I got an opportunity to do breath work in person right. and there were 35 to 40 people. It was so different, especially when you're doing the ecstatic dance. It's like yeah. you could feel the energy, right? So I want to do more of that. <laughs> Dude, it's incredible. You know, yeah. it is, I think it's so underrated. I think there's, and Very we, true. See it, we see it in um, team sports as well. I yeah. Mean, there's something about that environment where we get together as a group that is mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Especially if you're learning massage, it's going to be even better. <laughs> mm, it'll be fun. So yeah, lots of plans. You know? yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Awesome. Action Tribe, I hope you enjoyed today's session so far. We are discovering that as humans, we communicate in many more ways than just language. We have our body language, our facial expressions, and our eyes very often in a bit in a bit to get the word out sometimes a person says something but maybe sometimes the person just needs a pat on the back a touch of assurance or just a hug and if we know how to massage a person properly then sometimes that can be the best gift that you can provide to that person at that time because as a person named mary o'malley once said we need touch, but most importantly, we need conscious touch. A moment when somebody is connecting with us skin to skin and is also aware that that is happening. So ponder upon that quote for a minute. And that, was with that, great. <laughs> that was great. Well yeah, yeah. So we are at the last round for today, which is the wisdom round. Four questions so that our listeners can take note and take action. So Dennis, what is the best piece of advice that someone has ever given you? Oh, gosh. Just trust in yourself. Just believe in yourself. You know, the answer is in with, within you, for sure. Mm -hmm. And if you could turn back time, spend one hour with someone who is living or dead, who would it be? Oh, my gosh. Uh, granddad, I guess. Mm -hmm. Granddad, I miss him. He's gone a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. And what is that thing you do in the morning or in the evening before you sleep that has improved the quality of your life? I'm a friend. We were talking about it before. Journaling is everything. Get your thoughts out of your head. Get it down on paper. It changes your life. Like it really totally helps, you know, just organizes things, puts things mm -hmm. in perspective. And it doesn't matter what it is in your head, you know, even if mm -hmm. it's all negative. Yeah. It'll turn positive, I promise. And if you could spend one, uh, sorry, not spend one hour, but if you could read one book and recommend one book for our listeners today, oh. what would that one book be? <laughs> oh my gosh, mate, I wish I could. Like, I don't read very well. I don't, you know. Um, yeah, I read the. I read a book in my early years. It was called The E Myth. It's a very business focused book. Oh, right. Have you read the e myth before? Uh, I've heard about it by Michael Gerber, right? But I've not read the book yet. That was a long time ago. It's, it's, okay. it's pretty, like, it's worthwhile reading. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's if you're into business for sure. But I mean, my thing again is, yeah, like, I think you have more inside you, mm -hmm. you know, that you can read. I, I recommend writing things out and bring it out of your head. That's my advice. Yeah. Wonderful. Saxon so Tribe, would you 
like to receive this book, Emit, by Michael Gerber for free. That's right, because Audible.com is offering all our listeners, including you, one free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out this new way of consuming books. So if you don't like reading books, then just listen to it. And in most of the cases, the author himself or herself reads out the book to you. So in case you want to download Emit, then go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book. my7chakras.com forward slash free book to start listening to your next book. So Dennis, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, AJ. Uh, before you go, tell us one thing that you are grateful for and how do we find you online? Okay, so grateful, I would say, for the people that listen out there. I think that, as in when I say listen, it's like for your friends and family and the people that really want to hear you when it's time for you to open up your heart. I think I'm grateful for those people. There's been, you know, especially in the last three years, through my journey, you know, the biggest help were the ones that just listened and mm-hmm. didn't give advice. They just sat there and were with you and were present. That's what I'm grateful for. Uh, now you can find me at couplesmassagecourses.com. You know, there's a, it's pretty or just just Google Dennis Couples Massage or Melt Couples Massage. You'll find me very easily. Wonderful. And uh, we'll have all the links up in the show notes. And for people who would like to enroll or at least learn more about the courses offered within Melt by Dennis, we've got a special link for you. It's my7chakras.com forward slash Melt. Seven is a word, my7chakras.com forward slash Melt. The videos are amazing. I am currently going through the course and I look forward to um, incorporating these amazing skills into my life as well. That was one of the reasons why I reached out to Dennis is was because I want to get good at massage. I think that's a wonderful skill to have. Yeah. Um, and I want to compliment that with the other things that I'm learning. So <laughs> thanks for nice. sharing. Uh, and finally, if you're on Instagram, then make sure that you take a screenshot of this episode and tag us. Um, so that we can share your story with our community. My handle is at my7chakras, at my7chakras. And Dennis, are you active on Instagram? Yeah, big time. So at Melt Couples Massage is me. Perfect. So just uh, tag us and we'll share it. And finally, if you'd like to join our Facebook group where all the discussions happen about breathwork, healing, yoga, and stuff like that, Join us at my7chakras.com forward slash tribe, my7chakras.com forward slash T-R-I-B-E. So Dennis, thank you so much for joining us today, talking to us about the power of a simple massage and how it can impact your relationship and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Thanks for having me, AJ. I had a great, great time. It was lots of fun. Thank you for listening to My 7 Chakras at My7Chakras.com. That is My S-E-V-E-N Chakras.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.